Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit. I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! They can't see it, but I, I've done three of those uh, things where I grab my leg and like jump over the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we're grooving here. Yeah, it's in the studio. Never, never mind the, the video feed lies. The video feed lies. I feel like like outside the window of Shit, uh, watching of uh, uh, <laughs> of the studio, you see a couple of girls playing double dutch. <laughs> like that's what's. This, isn't that what's happening? Someone's playing hopscotch in the background. There's a barbecue uh, and a whole uh, whole dance troupe leaping through the air. Yeah, and yeah. and then uh, yeah, this is a Cedric the Entertainer is this... cutting hair. <laughs> <laughs> this is ripped right out of uh, "So You Think You Can Dance." I think was that's uh, it. Uh, was that was pulled from, and I think another one they they used it somewhere else too. <laughs> but I figure that's fitting. That's a nice fitting little thing. Uh, shake it up a little bit with the old circle of life. Well, yeah. So, uh, you always pick the catchiest ditties. I try. I, I applaud your... I try to... I applaud your ditties. Get a shaking a little bit here yeah. in the studio. Unlike myself, who when I do the bonus, the little bonus jumps each week, right? I always find weird and obscure things. Uh-huh. Um, this past week, I used a, a, haunting, uh, a haunting version of Tommy the Turkey that is sung Wait, by what? that is sung by a teacher and it sounds like the background music of right before an entire cabin full of teenagers gets murdered oh my good lord it's it's beautifully haunting <laughs> this is what you're missing out folks patreon.com backslash bk geek stuff five dollar tier um i also dug up the other day um the classic uh Credit to you, 110% OGP theme. Oh, no shit. Oh, in all of its... I am ecstatic its you have that. Funky glory. Because that it's long gone. That was lost uh, oh, no, a I while s- ago in a, in a dead hard drive. Oh, no. I saved it. Yes. I saved it. So it is... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it has been the closer 
for those bonus content shows the last couple of weeks. That's a pleasant surprise you just made my night. And it's uh, <laughs> that is also beautifully haunting in its own special way. But uh, yes, Tommy the, the Turkey. Tommy the Turkey. This is a this is a little ditty that the childrens learn mm-hmm. in the younger years. It's the only Thanksgiving song that I really know or have ever heard of. But this it's, it's the only Thanksgiving song, really. But, well, there, I don't know if there's <laughs> one from Charlie one. Brown Thanksgiving. Is there, there might be I'm something probably, in there. and I'm sure there's one in the Garfield one that uh, my wife always watches yeah, every year yeah. too. But the one I found is it's 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 really quite disturbing. <laughs> I don't think it was meant to be. I don't think it was meant to be disturbing, but it is nice. So so there it so, is. So so now I'm not I'm not going to sing it. I'm yeah. not going to blow up the spot. That's some exclusive content right there. That but, is. But I just need to, like is it so it's like the haunting like they took it and turned it on its ear like they've been doing for like movie trailers, like largely Disney trailers where they they'll turn those little classic kids themes on their ear in a little spooky turn or no. is it something different. No, 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 no. What it sounds like is it sounds like a deleted scene uh from Waiting for Guffman where <laughs> someone is auditioning with a vocal rendition of Tommy the turkey oh. and you're like oh this is supposed to be cute but i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what it is that's worth your 5 bucks right there that, that that's it right there um so uh, as you can tell by just listening to this opening uh segment this evening big kev is not with us this evening he had a personal emergency all right that has uh, arisen and so he cannot join us this evening but here we are uh, you know, the show must go on always. 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 Except when it doesn't. But. Except for when it doesn't. But mostly. But always when it does. Always when it does. Yes. 100% of the time. Every time. That time. Um, so we're going to call this one episode 520. 520. God damn. Unbelievable. 520. We're going to call this one Pink Pajamas, Penguins on the Bottom. That's nice. Because, you know, for reasons. If you get that joke, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And if not, Google it and figure it out. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Lots of things happening. Um, lots of things happening. I, just, I do want to uh, tell one more little personal um, uh, story before we get into the news. Okay. And, and you're wel- welcome to share any personal moments you have as well. Okay. But uh, I am part of a Facebook group called the Tabletop Builders Guild. And it's just people who build right. tabletop terrain. And as we all know, this is a journey that I've sort of gone down from a creative. Right, right. Just terrains that we're talking about here. So not, not act like miniature painting. This is um, you lunatics that want to build land. Yes. Yeah, so okay. there, there is some miniature painting in there. But primarily it is like, this is the new dungeon land that I built this buildings. weekend. This is gotcha. the giant ship that I built for my oh naval my campaign out of popsicle sticks and hot glue. Like, and it's it's like I... I am fairly impressed with the shitty stuff that I build. These people are legit architects with some fucking next level foam. shit with some of these yeah, guys. It's amazing. Resin yeah. and the works. Yeah. And I've got I've started using like epoxy and like mm-hmm. little things for like I've I've dabbled. I'm learning. So anyway, I'm watching I'm 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 scrolling through the new posts today and there's a post and it's about this old trebuchet that came with an old toy scent that someone is repainting and I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And the guy who posted it, his handle in the group is Jolly Blackburn. So I see that and I'm like, "Oh, Jolly Blackburn. That's really cute. This guy must be a fan of Knights of the Dinner Table." Because Knights of the Dinner Table was created by a gentleman by the name of Jolly Backburn. Right. He created Kenzer Company. He created that strip. Right, right. So I'm like, oh, that's cute. And the, and the gazebo. And the gazebo, right. Mm-hmm. The famous gazebo. So I clicked on his profile because I'm like, oh, I wonder how big of a fan is he? No, he's not a fan. He's Jolly Blackburn. <laughs> it's Jolly Blackburn. 
<laughs> posting in this group the shit that he's making. And I, I replied back to him, like, first of all, your paint job on the trebuchet is beautiful. I really like what you did with the textures. Second of all, I'm totally fanboying right now. Gazebo. So... <laughs> Um, that's fantastic yeah and he replied back with just a little chuckle and a winky face and and stuff but yes that was my that was my fanboy moment because for those of you who may or may not know knights of the dinner table was a was a comic also by the way knights of the dinner table still coming out yeah i didn't realize still still around i thought it was dead nope no it is still coming out i i'm seriously considering picking it up because i have (laughs) so much joy from reading that comic so knights of the dinner table was a magazine slash web strip that came out it started years ago, but it's about a group of uh, gamers playing all sorts of tabletop games. But it's it's seen from the perspective of the table. So it's the DM and all the players. And you actually see them sitting around the table with minis and dice. Yep. And the silliness that, that ensues. And it's, you know, it's, it's... It's easily the best, if not one of the best... Uh, ongoing uh, series about about gamers and yeah. gaming uh, or tabletop gaming specifically, of course. Yeah, and uh, fantastic. And that's, I mean, no, I think that's like is it pushing twenty years old. It's got to be more than twenty years because I feel like I started reading that in the early nineties. Yeah. So or or uh, no, maybe so, maybe not twenty years, right? Oh no, yeah, twenty years, over twenty years. Thought, it was the early nineties. I I discovered it through the internet. So the internet had to exist, which is, we're talking mid to late 90s-ish? I know the, the very first more... time I saw their strip. Taken off? It was, it was the bag of holding. It wasn't even the gazebo. It was right. the bag of holding. Right, right. Where, they, where, where uh, Teflon Billy has a bag of holding and puts <laughs> an entire army in there who eventually rebels against him, yep. breaks out of the bag, <laughs> and takes over the campaign. So it's, 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 I bet it's 20 years. Yeah. yeah I bet. Easily. Easily. Wow. So if you've never heard of Knights at the Dinner Table, do yourself a favor and check it out. It's a very funny strip. So that was my fanboy personal nice. moment of the day. Uh, I don't have a fanboy moment, but I, I just have uh, – I mean, I, I guess it could fall under product. But I'm not going to get in-depth in it. I'm just going to say if you're a VR person, mm-hmm. uh, namely PSVR, we finally got Beat Saber. Beat Saber. Right. Beat Two words, saber, beat saber. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it. I don't think I mentioned it last week because I think I learned between last week's episode and now is when I learned it existed and picked it up. Okay. Uh, so we have a guy who has experience with beat saber on both the PC Oculus version and the PSVR version. Right. He uh, is our, our photographer friend, Jeff. Yes. Um, and he, uh, he believes that the PSVR version is better. Wow. Than the, uh, <clears throat> the uh, PC version. Only the... Um, uh, it, it plays better. It's a little bit more. Uh, he felt it was a little bit more immersive. I think it plays better for him because the space that he has for his PSVR is laid out a little differently too. Okay. So uh, this is my only experience with Beat Saber, and it's as far as I'm concerned, it's required. Required buying. It's re- if you are a PSVR owner, it, it's it's required. You own this game. It's fantastic, uh, but it it bear in mind it hurts. Right. Because uh, it is, pro- it's easily the the. I've played physical games. Spark is very physical. Super Hot is intensely physical. This is the most physical I've played yet on uh, on PSVR. So, That's awesome. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really cool, and uh, I love it. And we'll play more when I get home tonight uh, as a workout. Honestly, speaking of PSVR, um, 
Jung, I believe, is trying to ask you questions in the in the Discord I, room I about your VR spotted setup. Spotted it not long before yeah. we got started, so I'll <laughs> hop on in there tonight because uh, it, it's. I almost want to take a picture to share with the room up there uh, just to, to show them the layout because it's it's kind of it's hard to describe. I guess uh, we've taken over my living room with it. I was going to say, is this in the living room yeah. or is this in the in the in the in the basement? In the no. basement, yeah. Uh, no, the basement uh, doesn't uh, doesn't exist as a, as a hangout space anymore. Oh, but, that, okay. but that's changing. That's okay. I, I have that plan that I, I mentioned online not, not terribly yeah, long yeah. ago. I like to do with that, um, but. But uh, so it's it's just in the, straight up in our living room. But there's you know, the, we move the, the coffee tables out of the way, so it's like our living room has a VR space slash dance floor uh, slash something. I'm not gonna you know smash my shin or toes on, uh, which I constantly did with that goddamn coffee table <laughs> every time, every time. Um, so I, I'll I'll connect with him in the Discord room there and get a little more in depth to go over all of that. Geeks are wired in the Instagram feed just said that Knights of the Dinner Table launched in 1990, which now, as I do 90. the math, that is almost 30 years. That's we're right about there. That's insane. Holy shit! 30 years. Nine. Oh. Well, I mean, 28, but almost 30 years. That's fucking insane. Go read that strip. Just find a handful of them. Look up. Look up the classics at minimum oh, yeah. and and enjoy All what great. it is you uh, you can it's find. One of the earliest things you and I bonded over. It Probably, was bullshit sure. about Knights of the Dinner oh, Table. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. I have an original sketch by um, the Frame Brothers who did Knights of the Dinner Table Illustrated, which is where they actually flipped it and took the characters into comic book world. And I have a Teflon Billy sketch, I believe, in one of my sketchbooks nice. somewhere. Uh, they were two brothers. They were two artists that actually showed up um, at Pittsburgh Comic Con the year that uh, Big Kev and I went. Um, I was just a, a, a young lad at that point in time, right. and well, Big Kev was my personal chauffeur, pushing the tender age of seventy five. Right, right, back right. in early two thousand. I, so, I recall that. I yeah. That so. <laughs> So, all right, let's move on I, with the news. I was listening intently to that story as I was giving deep side eyes yeah. to the room there. Well, that's too. why that story went that way. Hi, Both Big Kev. He's in, the, he's in the Instagram. <laughs> all right. Keanu Reeves. Yes. Has a role. Yeah. In the upcoming Toy Story 4. Um, it, it says, Keanu Reeves has got a great part. Actually, a little inside story, even, he said. Gentle, wonderful guy that he is. This, uh, this sounds too much like Buzz Lightyear, and his character does have an edge to that. Um, so we calmed him down a little bit. So we don't really know a lot about his character, other than he has a character. Um, Forky, right? Is that the name? Of Forky's the... the Tony Hale voice. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tony Hale. That's right. So, um, look, I, I, I enjoy the Keanu Reeves. I think he's a good person. I like his he's body of work. Um, um, I like yeah. the Toy Story franchise. So why not? I mean, you know, he's. Uh, it, it seems like every every movie or every movie since the first one, they kind of slip these little almost cameos, I yeah. guess, or or these these they sneak these voices in there that are surprising additions. Like, uh, you know, Michael Keaton in the last right. one was a, was an interesting addition. So uh, it's yeah. almost like an honor. It's, it's like a badge yeah. to say that you were in not only a Pixar film but a Toy Story film. The only the thing I like that Pixar does is they don't. They don't make a thing about the actors' voices. Like, like, it's, it's, and correct me if I'm wrong in the room or wherever. But when when there's a, um, when there's a thing to, uh, when the, it, it, I lost my train of thought. Pixar movies. They don't do an opening credits that's like starring Craig T. Nelson, right. And Holly Hunter. The movie just starts, yeah. And then the only time you actually know who is voicing these characters is the end with the credits, correct. So. Uh, 
it's neat that we know ahead of time, like here's the whole cast and here's the surprise. But I almost kind of wish it's these it's and this is me being into voices and, and voice acting and, and whatnot, too. So it's fun to kind of pick people out. Sure. Um, but I almost wish they just kind of shut up about these things and let you be let you be surprised who shows up through the course of the film. Who is it that who is it that actually revealed this? Was it um, was it Keanu himself? I guess not. Uh, Tim Allen. Oh, it was Tim Allen that, who I was talking about. Yeah, that, that slipped it out. So, um, so I, he, yeah, so yeah. He, I guess uh, unless he wasn't supposed to reveal that and he snitched on and him he, again, and I guess that's what happened. Yeah. That's what I was getting. At, and I wonder uh, who would the as uh, Tim yeah. Allen's one to do. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Pixar, only very quickly, Wreck It Ralph destroyed not only the internet um, or broke not only the internet but also broke the box office. Oh God, yeah. Weekend. I have not yet seen it. Um, Mrs. OG did see it and she loved it. Um, so uh, she went with a couple with a friend. Um, I will hopefully go see it this this week. But um, so yeah, I want to see it. I've heard nothing but great things. I'm pretty excited yep. for that. Yep, yep. Uh, British British based video game company Rebellion um, has expanded into a new studio space to the tune of 100 million dollars, which is which was partially so that they can produce a Judge Dread TV series. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. Um, so you know, the only, the only, uh, not concern, disappointment. Un, I don't even want to say disappointment. Maybe it is concern. The only concern I might have is, does this mesh in with any of the other Judge Dread that we've gotten recently? Yep. Is this still the That's Carl Urban project? Is it not? Um, I, I think it's a shame to leave that project on the table. Um, but I'm excited at the prospect of more Judge Dread. Right, and uh, was it determined that the Mega City One is the is it, this is a separate project from what Ur- Urban was possibly circling, or it, it doesn't or really we, we don't really say. know. I feel the, it, the I feel article like is a little was, vague. Uh, I, I guess the whole everything surrounding Judge Dread on TV or on screen is uh, is in a, in a, I guess in a haze. In a haze, yeah. Uh, until they can, you know, I, I guess this is the next step. They're getting a space, and then you know, maybe God willing, we'll get a because the, we'll the get some contracts on people, namely Carl Urban, for even even one episode. The the Mega City One one was going to be Netflix, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it? Wasn't is not what we were talking? I don't think about? it had a home yet. Oh, I the, thought it. Ha- I thought it had. I thought it was. There was we were, the speculation that oh, it would okay. be, you know, basically being shopped around and possibly picked up by them. But, uh, yeah, there's uh, as la- last I knew of, there wasn't a set home for it. Yeah. They just want to make it and see where it goes. Um, this next news story, I really put on this. We don't normally talk too much about horror on this show. So I put this on here purely for selfish reasons. And that uh, Chucky is my favorite of all of the 1990s sort of slasher horror film franchises he was your guy huh he was my guy over freddy over jason over michael myers i liked i liked freddy um uh jason was more big kev's uh wheelhouse um michael myers was kind of cool you know i texas chainsaw massacre leatherface never really struck a chord with me ghostface was okay but you know but scream was its own sort of weird thing right yeah child's play i don't know why i i dug I dug the idea behind Child's Play. It's a clever play. as hell premise, yeah. Um, Despite, you know, as always happens with these movies, they kind of fall into parody after a while. Well, yeah. The first one is a creepy flick. I think I stopped after, I think I stopped liking them after the first two. Right. I think I saw the first three. 
You know, you got you which know, was what Bride was uh, the first three. Meg Tilly showing up and then yeah, become beca- and, and you know, it, a couple got, and just it got silly. It got silly. Yeah, but the first silly. two I thought were pretty good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested in a reboot of Child's Play, and uh, they launched a new viral website, BestBuddy.com, and of course, Buddy is the name of the doll that Chucky is based yep. on. Um. And the website is kind of cute, and that just makes it even more creepy. <laughs> so we'll see where this franchise goes. Um, I'm excited that it's coming. I like viral websites. So I, uh, I, I, and it may even say here in the thing. Oh, Seth Graham Smith is on hand yeah. for this one. So that's a good, that's good news. Uh, is Brad Dourif at all involved in this or they're going completely rebooted, brand new, new I, everything? I don't believe Brad, I didn't see his name. I didn't see his this. name in that article. Okay. In the long, long time ago, uh, I worked at Suncoast video. Um, and the child's play film franchise was one of the films that I sold an awful lot of. Yeah. And, um, I know that you would appreciate this, but I know historically speaking, your wife, Mrs. PK used to laugh at this all the time, Yeah, but we had an entire demographic of, of customer that would come into our store and they would not ask for the child play movies. They would ask for specifically Chucky. Yep. Do you sell Chucky? <laughs> you got the Chucky movies? And so one day, I was very friendly with one of these customers, and I said, look, I got to know. Why? Why Chucky? Why, why not Child's Play? Right. And apparently, where they grew up and where they were before they came to the United States, that's what it was called. It wasn't called Child's Play. Outside of here, out Outs- of the States, they called yeah. it Chucky. So this gentleman was from somewhere in Central America, ah. and when it was on on their TVs, it was called Chucky. <laughs> I love it. So that's so we had it, it, but it made me laugh like a lunatic for no really good reason. Chucky one, Chucky two, and Chucky three, that's and so it. on. Yeah, I love it. Return of Chucky, more Chucky. I didn't know that was the case. I thought I figured yeah. it was just everybody just everybody asked for Chucky because you know, nope. uh, you got the new you got the new Jason movie, you got Freddy. Nope. But was, no, they actually called him Chucky outside the States. It was, uh, you know, that was like what was on the movie poster. It didn't say Child's Play. It just said Chucky. I, yeah. We got to find a Chucky movie poster, uh, I know. I kind of want to have one for the studio. Yeah. I, I got to harken back to my old Suncoast video friends yeah. and see if they have one somewhere <laughs> lying around. But uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, Margot Roby reveals the full Birds of Prey title and what I'm calling, oh, please, oh, please, let this be a joke. Um, the title is, oh no, is it not actually in the article? Was it only on the Instagram post? Oh no, here it is. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. So, I I don't know. I'm so on the fence with this movie, PK. At first I was totally against the movie. And then I was like, um, and then I was like, well, maybe it could be okay. Um... Maybe it could be okay if, um, maybe it could be okay if Harley Quinn is the villain and it's about the Birds of Prey taking down Harley Quinn. Mm. And but now it sounds like it is the turn from Harley Quinn being the bad guy that she was to being the sort of good guy that she is now. I don't have a problem historically with Harley making that turn. Right. In the comic books, it's led to some pretty good storylines. It's led to some pretty good um, issues and yep. whatnot. But my problem is that that story largely takes place because she finally reaches a point with the Joker where, first of all, he's dead. Um, or she thinks he's dead. And she recognizes that he really is an abusive prick. And that is not... 
something she wants to continue to pursue. Right. And so the the Harley that we have in the current DCEU isn't quite there yet yeah, at the no, end of not, Suicide Squad. Not remotely. So are they skipping all of that? Are are they going to flip-flop with that? Because theoretically she's going to be in a second Suicide Squad movie, as we've heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so how does that... How does how does that work? I I mean I don't I don't know I mean it, how does anything work in the in the DC universe? But in particular, I, I have no idea how it's going to work for Squid Squad Squad. So yeah. that that remains to be seen. But yeah, I I I throw my hands up at all of this because yeah. I, I, I it's right. every everything everything is out the window and whatever's in front of our faces when a trailer comes and when the movie comes is what's going to happen. Right. I mean, is that that's is that and the, it might be great. It might be terrible. It might be somewhere in between. But is it just me? Is that the impression you get with that title, the Frantabulous Emancipation? It sounds like the impression I get with this title. She's going to go through her change. Yeah, I, I, or yeah, I don't know. Emancipation <laughs> that could be from anything, from uh, from her uh, bounds in uh, whatever sentence she has for Arkham Asylum, from the the grip that the Joker has <laughs> on her psyche, from I don't know. I don't. All I know is is that's too long, too big a title. And the only person that's going to say it is going to be the trailer guy who goes, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's it. And that's it. That's and it. everybody else is going to go, hey, you seen Bop yet? <laughs> if anybody comes up to me and asks me if I see Bop, here's a warning. I will bop you in the nose. <laughs> All right? So just be warned. All right. Anyway. All right. Let's so move on. after WW2, I saw Bop. I saw Bop. And then I thought it was better than, ah, (laughs) one day, Alice, (laughs) pow, right in the kisser. All right. Uh, The Primeval's trailer um, dropped online this past week, but it's sort of like a trailer slash behind the scenes. Yeah, it was uh, was almost like it reminded me of um, J.J. Abrams thing where, where, where he would release every now and then like. Uh, you know, all practical effects and, you know, real sets. And it's right. Like, it's these little, like, glimmers of stuff b- between behind the scenes and, and a like a flash of something uh, from the film. Um, so this is they've, – they've launched an Indiegogo campaign to launch this. Um, this When we say practical effects, this is like uh, – <laughs> this is like old school practical effects. Yeah. This is Harryhausen. But that's that's what they're going for, though. They're going yeah, oh, yeah. for um, a sort of tribute to Harryhausen. Now, this is not – we talked about a Harryhausen project a couple of weeks ago on the show. This is not that project that's going to go forward with the Harryhausen-like footage and no. puppets that still exist no, that th- someone th- this found. Is, this is tribute. This, this is, is pure tribute. tribute. Yeah. Um, I, I don't with uh, no involvement from any of uh, any of the estate or anything like that. It's just it's just tipping the hat to the style. I think. Um, I'm excited. I don't know. It kind of looks cool. I like that Harryhausen vibe. I like the idea of these independently created um, works of art. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean the I, trailer didn't give me enough to make a firm opinion yeah it's it's not enough to, to gather but it, any any real sense of story or 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 where the where the final of this is going at all but, but it piqued my interest i just just knowing what it is and the and the the audacity behind it really yeah <laughs> and, right, exactly. and boldness to, to, is great to, yeah. to get this done and get this out there so fuck yeah i want to check this out 
So yeah, I'm I am I am excited. I am excited for that. Um, let's see. Before we jump into trailers, I think we probably can take our first break. Really? What do you think? Mm. Uh, news is a little light this week. Yeah, it there is. was little... there wasn't a whole lot that uh, a it's unquiet. you know what it's the it's the week after Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, and so everybody is busy shopping and high on tryptophan. Yep. And apple pie and pumpkin pie. A lot and of so, uh, you know an, an extraordinary <clears throat> amount of uh, of interesting deals. Almost none of which I took part in at all um, uh, since uh, since Friday. I took certainly part... no, none in person. So, I don't do the Black Friday. No, I, shopping. I, I don't. Ever. Actually, we'll talk about that very quickly. So the only Black Friday deal I really took advantage of, I took advantage of two days before Black Friday, when Walmart had their PlayStation sale. Yeah. I I I I bought a second PlayStation. Now, okay. I had reasons for this. My first PlayStation is an original PlayStation. It's been acting up. Okay. So it might it might be on the way. So did you up to PS4 Pro? Uh, it's the slim. It's the one terabyte. Okay. Okay. Um, it's the one that came with the Spider-Man. It's the Spidey package. Oh, that, that's a pro then. Oh, is it? that a pro? I believe so. Um, so, so the, the deal was, the deal was $199. Okay. <clears throat> the deal was $199. I had, um, I had $30 in Walmart gift cards oh, okay. lying around through Ebates. They were offering one or 2% back. All right. I had plans of buying the Spider-Man game. Right. Which is 60 bucks. Perfect. Yeah. I, yeah. So for essentially $140 over my original spending plan, I got an upgraded system so that if my first system does go, I have a second system. And now I'm going to put one of the systems in the bedroom. Perfect. So I have two in the house to play on because both me and my wife like to play games. Right. So there are times where it's like, I want to play something. She wants to play something. Yada, yada. And your save game stuff would carry over, wouldn't it? So if you're playing a game, uh, let's say you're playing Spider-Man upstairs. I don't know. And then a later, at a later point, you log into your same account. Can you pick up where you left I, off? No, because I think the, 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 the game save data is native to the device. But, but doesn't, it, doesn't it bounce to a cloud? I too? think you can back it up to a cloud and then maybe download it. I haven't really explored hmm. that option. But that being said, I have no problem saying that, like, I'm only going to play Spidey upstairs. Right. For example. Right? Like, I, that's okay. Um, and since uh, I use <clears> the PlayStation <throat> as much more than the PlayStation, it really is my media hub. For everything, yeah. so, and that's and so now you have access to your Netflix, to your Plex, right. to all that stuff now in the bedroom, right? And I mean, I saw, I had a Roku anyway, but now I have the gaming experience on yeah, top of you that. Got the, the whole works. And again, for one hundred and forty dollars, and it really wasn't even one hundred and forty dollars. It ended up being one hundred and ten dollars, and then with the cash back, it ended up being a hundred. It's a no brainer. So it's a no brainer. Yeah. So so um, I took advantage of that. So now when Santa brings you your VR set this yes. uh, this Christmas, then, that's right. Uh, you're, you're you're ready to go on either floor. I am ready to go. Mm-hmm. No matter where Actually, I set it up. when Santa brings you your VR set, yeah. uh, someone else can bring their VR set over. There you go. <laughs> and then you can have one, one on each floor uh, going toe-to-toe in whatever game. Spark or uh, whatever. whatever cooperative games are out there. Um, Getting on the bridge in Star Trek. No, I don't participate in Black Friday sales in stores because things happen <clears throat> like people get shot. Yeah, no. No thanks. Which happened again this year yep. in New Jersey. Yep. No thank you. At a mall that I shop in, by the way. Frequently. Frequently. 
Which uh, Jersey Gardens Mall. It was Jersey Gardens. The one okay. in Elizabeth, which, you know, people like to knock that mall because of where it's located. However, that mall is actually a fairly nice mall. It's a nice mall. Just don't go on the weekends, maybe, in general. Right. And don't well, go on. Don't go to any mall on Black a, Friday. That's a rule for any mall exactly. in general is exactly. weekends. Any weekend. Any weekend. And most assuredly, any mall for Black Friday. Just and, don't. And don't that, do it. And that don't mall ever al- do it. That mall also, also only has like 3.5% sales tax. Yes. So it's always... It's always extra double busy. Yep. Especially on Black Friday. And yes, someone did get shot. Great. Unlike the shellac. Like dead shot or just shot? shot. Uh, I don't know if they were dead shot or just shot, but they were definitely shot. Probably would have been a bigger story if it was dead shot. I I think so. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, you didn't, did you participate in any Black or Cyber Monday Uh, deals? I I participated in a magic related one and got uh, got something I have been, uh, I've been wanting for a a very long time and uh, finally took advantage of a Black Friday deal that was thrown my way for that for a nice nice little uh, deep discount on a uh, generally rather pricey item. Right. Um, Mm. So I have that uh, that uh, is uh, on its way to me and I was very excited about and um, there, uh, was I, I think Beat Saber was on a was on a Black Friday price break when I yeah. when I finally bought it, um, and then I yeah, uh, which I think is no longer a thing. But I uh, I grabbed it on a on a Black Friday price break, uh, and that was it. Yeah. There's a lot of other like good stuff, but I just I'm like uh, I I just if I buy this game I'm gonna want that game, and if I buy that I, I'm just gonna have to buy all of these, and yeah. I don't have the budget for that. So we're gonna we're gonna keep it simple. I mean that's part of it too. It's also like a lot of good I don't stuff have the on the Black Friday deal. Um, I was buying other Chris. I did. I mean, I bought some other like personal Christmassy presents for people in my family, but nothing like crazy or, or insane for myself. So, yeah, right. Well, I think we should take that break. We'll yeah, come back with some idea. trailers and stuff, and then we'll wrap it up for this week. Sounds good. And uh, with that, we will take our uh, first only and last and last for this episode of Big Heads Geeks Up, episode five hundred and twenty. The one we're calling Pink Pajamas, Penguins on the Bottom. <laughs> Ahoy, ahoy. Welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. Hey, that Red Dead Redemption 2 was mighty good. While I have a bunch of complaints I'd like to see patched, I still thought it was an amazing game. Turns out it was a tonal shift from the first. Red Dead 1 was more like a Robert Rodriguez movie, while Red Dead 2 was more like a P.T. Anderson movie. Kinda. Two very different directors that I love and respect equally. Which is how I feel about Red Dead 1 and 2. And now the fun continues with Red Dead Redemption Online which the beta begins today, but only if you bought the Ultimate Edition. I had no idea, but there's a tiered system to the beta release. Tuesday if you own the Ultimate Edition, Wednesday if you played the game on the first day, that would be me, Thursday if you played Red Dead Redemption in the first three days of release, and for everybody else, your big Kevs of the world, there's Friday. And depending on when you listen to this podcast, then could be now. I can't wait to dive in and be a good cowboy, because I have very high honor, and I'm a good person. Red Dead Redemption 2 is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. The online is free. Go try the beta. <laughs> After an embarrassing marketing reveal with a disabled female person of color protagonist leading the front lines of World War II and the subsequent delay to rework their strategy as players called out, that's never been a thing, Battlefield 5 is finally out. And it looks like EA should have just released the game in October as planned, as no one seems to be talking about the game. I checked it out on Twitch. It seems to be a fine game. No hint of SJW or not knowing your audience. Just a great looking World War II game. Problem is, everyone pretty much bought other games. Namely Call of Duty. But it still looks good and worth checking out. 
Battlefield 5 is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> Darksiders 3 is the straight-to-video sequel to a pretty good series. But now most of what you liked in Darksiders is gone. The Zelda-esque progression has been cut, and now it's pretty much a generic hack-and-slash. It's a bummer. <laughs> and finally, Katamari Damacy Reroll is being released this Friday on Nintendo Switch. An incredibly fun game that's been stuck on the PlayStation 2 finally sees a new place to play it. There's a demo to try, and the game rolls out for $20. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build your own R2D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll free now on 877-544-6779, or go to buildr2d2.com, and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just nine ninety nine. Your R2D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Difficult to not run up your walls right now. It, it is really, really difficult. <clears throat> is this from the Matrix? Yes, this is. Uh, well, it's actually from the propeller heads. Oh right, but uh, I mean, it's it used in the Matrix. But it was used in the Matrix. Uh, yeah. This is the uh, that <clears throat> big ass uh, that's mayhem lobby shoot 'em up section. Yeah. That's probably one of the best parts of the film. It is. A, it isn't. It's that is the sequence in the film that made everybody rethink film. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> that that sequence changed film for the next X number of years. That movie, that movie changed uh, mm. everything. Yeah. That, that whole like freezing and spinning around something stuff came out. It's brilliant. Brilliant. All right, during the break, we had an awesome uh, game stuff by our good friend, the Coke and the Logic. Um, I am uh, excited about Red Dead Live. I have not had a chance to play in like a week, so I, had I am no idea behind. No idea whatsoever. It was that close. Oh yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I, I figured like I, this was something they were gonna let us let everybody get through the holidays. Yeah, no. And then like in, in 2019, get everybody online. You know, after they, the, everybody that gets this game for Christmas. Nope. You know, uh, kind of gets in there. But no, they're diving right in, aren't they? Nope. Shit, shower, and shave. Brush a horse and rob a bank. Nice. Red Dead Live is nice. happening now. I really got to get on the stick then so yeah so that's pretty cool hopefully i'll be able to check that out at some point in the near sometime soon uh of course during the break we also heard from our lovely sponsors over at build your own r2d2 build r2d2.com wi-fi enabled communication projector realistic drive movement a little bit of realistic droid movement remote control app enabled pop-up lightsaber rechargeable battery um did I say the projector? The projector. All sorts of bells and all sorts of whistles. Literally, because it makes sounds of like R2-D2. Who whistles? And, well, it doesn't have bells. Woot but. woot. 
<laughs> he might have bells. I don't know. Why you got to judge? Why you got to judge? Maybe he hasn't had his bells removed yet, PK. <laughs> <laughs> so go to buildr2d2.com or you can give them a call. 877. Excuse me. That's 877-544-6779. And if you want to get in on the ultimate R2-D2 collector's item outside of actually building a full-scale replica R2-D2, give them some love, show them some support, and uh, and start your droid today. All right. I can dig it. Uh, we had some trailers. We do. That took we place did. this past week. They, it, that's what that happened. Um, of course, at the top of the show this evening, we played that little electronic ditty uh, from or take on the Lion King. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we got the live action Lion King trailer. Um, I'll be honest with you. I actually forgot this was being made until the trailer dropped. Uh, same. And then I was like, oh, the Lion King trailer. And then it all came back at once. Like, okay, Favreau, doing yeah. this thing. Cool. <clears throat> Sounds great. Um, I like it. I'm not upset. A lot of people were salty about it. I, yeah. Well, the, I, I, we, but the salt, the salt, I feel like the saltiness faded pretty fast. I, it's like every kind of just kind of got it out of their system and then just forgot about it, which is great. We're almost there. We're almost there where instead of getting the salt out of your system, you just scroll by. That's it. And we're find close. and find the thing to be happy about. Right. So we're almost there. We're almost there. You're this close. You're this close. It's 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 um, we're on the precipice of greatness. But it's uh I mean it's it's a it's a, a li- it's the only thing that puts me off is they call it live action. <laughs> and that's uh, no. You know that you know the meme? I get what they mean, but it's not what it is. You know the meme of the guy sitting behind the table with the with the poster board in front and everybody Yes. Plus, uh, the, yeah, cha- the change my mind. Yeah. Meme. Yeah. So the very next day, I don't remember who posted it. It might have been Brian Lynch. But somebody posted it. Uh, the the live action Lion King is still animated. Change my mind. Meme started floating around <laughs> immediately because yep. it really is not live action. Yeah. I mean, it's it's live. It's real. It's realistic. It's 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 like it's they shot. They shot the scenery live, didn't they? Or, I, or is I, it entire? That's, that's I, the impression I, I was getting. Where it's. <clears throat> or or is even that all done on a sound stage yeah. and whatever? Like now I'm I'm stumped. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what's live um, versus not live in this. Um but I mean it looks it looks cool. They it's I maybe live action isn't the real word, but how about realistically rendered? Yeah. Or rendered in reality or I don't know, those are really big words for, you know, a, a Disney movie. Um but realistically represented in animation. I don't fucking know. Um, I was really, really concerned. Oh, it was Scott Tollison. Thank you, Big Kev. Ah, Scott okay. Tollison, whom, uh, Scott Tollison, fantastic artist, whom I am a l- big fan of. I have an entire shelf of Scott Tollison collectibles over there. Oh, in yeah, the look corner, at that. Including a bunch I customized myself. Yeah, That's Scott Tollison. Check him out. Beautiful artist. Um, he was the one that posted the change my mind thing. Yes. Um, so um, I was hesitant with this whole new Disney trend when um when um jungle book came out yep because that was that's the what first kicked one. this all off right yeah. uh and then i saw jungle book and i was like oh okay i can like this and like the classic yeah. um for me however jungle book was sort of um i liked it but it was a one and done yeah like if i'm in the mood to watch jungle book I'm watching the animated. Well, film. yeah, I mean, I, I think that's nostalgically that's what what you're going to go to, right? Who knows what that's going to be for for future people, but, right? Um, yeah, I mean, per- perfectly, uh, 
serviceable and and, and sure. interesting and engaging uh, from from what I gather. I, I have not seen that Jungle Book, so I, I don't know anything about Bill it Murray sure, but... as the voice of Blue was was lovely. Oh no, I, I did not know that. So um, that's all right. Uh, but James Earl Jones is re- is is returning. Yep. As the voice of Mufasa, and let's be honest, who nobody else should voice Mufasa. Mu- yeah, Muf- I struggle with anyone else taking on uh, Mufasa's role. Uh, there, there are some people that are a, a, a little upset that Jeremy Irons they didn't get Jeremy Irons for, for this. Scar. Uh, I, I, I felt that way. I yeah. was like, oh, please let it be Jeremy Irons. Damn it. Um, but I, the the way I'm, I, I'm you, you look at the the breakdown of the cast. What what they've done is they they've cast uh, Chiwetelezio for um, Doctor Strange. Twelve Years a Slave, right? right. Um, Serenity, uh, Serenity, of course. He was the operative, uh, a brilliant actor, brilliant yeah. actor with a brilliant voice. Yes, and uh, actually, w- w- and I think what they've they've done is they've they've elected to cast this film with voice talent uh, that is that is representative of the story. It's an African story, right? So they they are they are casting performers with with African roots and uh, and. Uh, uh, He's from his family's from Nigeria. Sure, I think. I think. Sure, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, there's no, no reason to be salty about that whatsoever. He's no. a, he's an Oscar-winning, Oscar-winning, brilliant actor with a brilliant voice. I think he's to, going to service Scar uh, tremendously to be with, you, with I, this. I wanted Jeremy Irons just because I love Jeremy Irons, yeah. and I thought I think he is perfection when it comes to Scar. But I am equally excited to hear someone else. I, I'm, I'm eager to see a it. new, uh, just a, a new take. Like this is this is what mm. I, we, we're so quick to bemoan the or the lack of originality in remakes. Right. We're so quick to bemoan uh, everything about them. You know, it's just a cash grab. It's just in that. I maybe it's me being being an actor, but you know, doing stage stuff. Stage shows are revisited. All the time, yeah. constantly, they are. They are. They hit Broadway, and then they go off of Broadway, and then sometimes they're revived on Broadway with a right. whole new cast, a whole new imagining, a whole new set, a whole new production. That's just something, a new spin on it with new acting takes on it, and it's exhilarating to see. Well, here's a here's a new vision for Les Mis. Lion King on Broadway is breathtaking. Yeah, Look, yeah. I mean, it it is breathtaking. And Absolutely we've, stunning we've been, piece of we've work. We've been fortunate enough to know several different people who have been in the Broadway yes, cast. We have yep, yep. Um, of that show, and um, I've seen it twice, and it, both times it was it was yeah. beautiful. But it's it's exciting to see what other people bring to something, and yeah. and if you like it, great. If you don't like it, great. But to to take such offense with this stuff, I, I, it just it's I'm, I'm it's so old anymore at this point. It's it's now officially less original. Than the lack of originality. Like right. saying that line makes you less original than the lack of originality you're bemoaning at right. this point. Um, but James Earl Jones, I'm glad that they got him I'm, from Rufasa. I'm glad he's back. I would have so iconic a new voice and and would have enjoyed to see what somebody brought to that. But I'm I, I am happy that James Earl Jones is there at least because I'll take. I mean, he's up there. Yeah. So I will take every last little bit of James Earl Jones's voice that we can possibly get. Uh, before he no longer wants to do it. We've been saying this. Someone needs to have James Earl Jones when he has a little bit of time each day to sit in a room and just read the dictionary. <laughs> so that at some point... With they varying just, inflections with on varying words inflections. that could go either way. That's yeah. It. So that at some point, <laughs> Start they could just... J- James, here's the Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> um, here are this year's amendments. This year we've added bay. Uh-huh. Um, and just And just go with it. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty I, excited. We need that. that and Morgan Freeman going, titty sprinkles. <laughs> titty sprinkles. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Actually, let's let's give James Earl Jones city sprinkles too. I, I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what the we word. Don't. Let's gonna... not give James Earl Jones city sprinkles. <laughs> let's give him that to say. I was gonna say because James Earl Jones getting titty sprinkles. <laughs> no, that come is on, that is come the, on. that is the hundred dollar tier. <laughs> that is that is that is that is that is the really special tier. <laughs> there are a lot of strings that have to be pulled. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, gee, so I, I, I had something that I wanted to contribute to Titty Sprinkles. <laughs> and I, I can't. I can't. I'm done. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. Okay. And on that. All right. Oh, my God. Welcome to uh, Big Kev's uh, laughing at stuff. What the fuck were you even talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't uh, know. How do you recover from titty sprinkles? So, uh, I don't know if you can. So the new trailer for Stan and Ollie looks, so, looks, looks pretty magical, so, doesn't it? Sony Pictures Classes released the trailer uh, for Stan and Ollie. Oh, God. Uh, this is a drama that follows the legendary comedy duo Laurel and Hardy during their 1953 Variety Hall tour of Britain. Um, oh, my God. So I'm, oh. I, uh, you broke I'm the show. There. You broke the show. I, bro- I broke. I, I, I you did. I did. You broke. I the started. Show. I started. You broke the show. It PK. is my fault, isn't it? So I, I am looking forward to this movie. When I, I, I was initially brushing off, as yeah. I didn't really, I figured, I didn't know that it was going to be as heartfelt as it, as it looked in that first trailer. And the second trailer doesn't change any of that. No, it's, uh, it really, it looks like a magical, magical movie. These, these two. It's not just makeup and, and impressions. They, these two look like they have channeled <laughs> Sand and Ollie. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's really amazing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And, of course, you know, if, if, you're, a, if you're a Laurel and Hardy fan, um, how, how could you not be a I, yeah. Laurel and Hardy fan? I mean, is, is that even possible? I mean, I guess it's possible. I, I mean, <clears throat> fan, I guess, is a hard thing. But I, I, I don't know that we – Appreciate Hardy fans, them? I think, now. Like, my dad is a Laurel and Hardy fan. Yeah. Uh, but he's you know, in the seventies. Um, you appreciate you gotta. I think you have to appreciate Laurel Hardy. But you could still be a fan I of their so, body yeah. of work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's think about classic music, right? There are fans of classic. You know, there are fans of Led Zeppelin. You know that that weren't even. Uh, you know, that's a, true. Uh, weren't even a titty, a titty sprinkle. <laughs> On, Don't you start. On James Earl Jones's nipple, <laughs> um, but are now fans of the music. So, so uh, you could be a fan of them. You could be a fan of. of yeah, no, work. you you absolutely could. I, it's just I I'm I don't know. 
I'm still broken from not, that other not, shit. Maybe that I'm struggling to associate fan with some with like I, I just as much as I struggle like to be being a fan of Abbott and Costello and a fan of the Three Stooges. They right. just sort of exist and we love them and appreciate them because they they are like. But but, but you, I think that's my modern modern mental skewing of what a fan is anymore but too. I'm, and but and our perspective, I am defining the two differently. Right. So you right. could say I appreciate Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello. Chaplin, um, and all of the, you, yeah. you, all, all the three stooges, right. You can appreciate them because right. you recognize their contribution to comedy, to film and right. television, but you could be a fan and you go out and you seek out their entire body oh, of yeah, work. Yeah. You watch it regularly. Fans are fanatic and they, they have all their stuff and right. watching regular posters everywhere and all that. Right. I think the, the, you know, the point I'm getting at is, is I don't think there's anybody that, that can look at them and go, that sucks. Yeah. That's garbage. That shit. That's not. That's shitty writing and garbage. And they suck. And they were. They're a bunch of hacks. No, you can't. You can't get into that with any of those acts. Sure. That's what I. I, th- I think that's the core of my my message right. right there. That my <clears throat> scrambled, oxygen deprived brain right. from all that. Yeah. Laughter could come up with. Um. Let's see. What else do we have? We have. Oh my god. Is there really only one other trailer? I thought there was more than that this week. What else we got left? The Margot Robbie thing was in here twice for Oops. some reason. Oh yeah, and at the uh, the Watchmen knob, the, the the Watchmen thing. Oh, uh, speaking of trailers, very quickly, there is some rumor and speculation that tomorrow, um, for patrons, tomorrow for patrons, and it would have already happened for everybody else uh, that we're going to get the new Avengers trailer. Oh, tomorrow, or or at least a teaser tomorrow. Um, it's, I think it, uh, it seems like teaser time for that. I would think teaser time. Yeah. I would think teaser time. I I think that, I think that we have to get some sort of teaser soon because I think that we're going to reach a point rather quickly where they are going to want to start actively promoting other films that have consequences as a result of that first movie. And they've got to give people a taste Mm. I don't necessarily think that I need it, but I think it would be weird to start promoting um, Spider-Man. What is, what is abroad? What is what is the second one called? Uh, home. Oh, was it Homecoming? Bound? Homecoming was the was, was the, the first, first one. Yeah, Homeward Bound. Now, whatever it is, um, an incredible journey. Um, <laughs> uh, um, something I, involving home. Yeah. At, at some point, I think they have to start promoting those films. And I think that they have to give people some semblance of something before they do. I mean, do they? Ha- no, do they, they don't. To? They don't. I, they don't. But you know, somewhere in a marketing room, yeah, someone they're, they're is saying, oh the my God, we got but let, Let's be honest. They're, they don't even need to, they don't need to drop a trailer. Right. They don't need to do anything with this movie. They need to literally th- throw posters at movie theaters and and throw, you know, right. uh, uh, posters all over social media saying, uh, you know, Avengers Infinity Finale. Right. Uh, May, what is it, 6th, I think, yeah. when it comes out. Uh, Infinity Finale, May 6th. Just a poster. See you then. Good fucking bye. Tickets are on sale, you know, uh, on February, April, March 17th. Right. And we'll see you then. And it will make $11 bajillion. Right. But what I mean is, what I mean is, I wonder if they're hesitant to promote 
Captain Marvel, by the way, big Kev in the room. I think Captain Marvel is the one that probably escapes this because Captain Marvel is sort of a prequel. We don't know where it ends, but we know at least the bulk of it is a prequel. And so it's not really affected by right. Infinity War other than the end of Infinity War and the tie-in. But like, how do you start promoting the next Spider-Man film? How do you start promoting some of that other stuff? Because, you know, we know what happens to Speeder. Speeder. Speederman. Speederman. What happens to... Uh, Oi. You got Speederman? I swing um, around on these on these webs. <laughs> we know what happens to Peter at the end of Infinity War. So I, that's what I... I wonder if that's what it is. I wonder if it's some sort of weird concern that they have or that there'll be confusion. I don't think there'll be I don't, confusion. Yeah, I... I it's the only thing I can think. My dream is for them to not... <laughs> literally not release anything and maybe like... Uh, a week before the thing, like some kind of like really out there teaser of like next to nothing. Right, because and then we just go into this movie completely blind. It would be amazing. It's never been done before, and it's like my, my dream. It ain't gonna happen because they're gonna fucking promote their shit and right. blah blah blah. And it's blah, a blah. weird time of year because I would think if they were gonna do this at this point, they would save it for Super Bowl, mm. which oh I'm sorry, the big game, um, which is what like a month and a half away or two months away, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. It's like February, right? So um, I don't know. We'll see if it actually pans out. This is a rumor that is circulating today. So it might not pan out. Yeah. It might just be that. But we'll see. Um, <clears throat> HBO, through their Instagram account, which I think is, is it Masks Save Lives? Is that what the Instagram account is called? Something like that. Yes? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they released three sort of short Instagram snippets. Um for the upcoming Watchmen series. Now, I tried watching these, and I had... Did you did you watch these? Okay. I, I... No. Okay. So I, I scrolling had, scrolling by them is all I had time to, but I, so I didn't, like, actually watch the content. I had no sound. No sound well, came through at all? No, or? and I was watching them... I wasn't watching them on the app. I was watching them on another website, and I was watching them on the Instagram desktop, not through the app. So I don't know if the sound was wonky, that being said, the, I mean, they're literally teasers in the right. strongest sense. I mean, they reveal absolutely nothing. No. I mean, they barely give you a sense of tone, to be honest with you. Like, they reveal... So, to me, these are a waste. Like, why even do these? Yeah, it's a... I, 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 yeah, I don't... I don't know. Why Why even bother? I don't know that I'm going to bother with them now that I know that they're they're quite as stark as you're you're describing. I, I uh, mean, in my opinion, in my opinion, they were a waste of the 20 seconds it took me to watch. Yeah, all and that's there are think about the, these little details and these, these little these little expenditures that that cost money sure. because you are paying for your your design team mm. to figure that all out. You're paying for uh, your your processing teams and all that. You're paying for your, your team to shoot what they got to shoot. Right. Um, now, do these things look like potentially clips from some form of a show, or they're just literally just advertising teasers? That's I get the impression they're just teasers that that won't appear anywhere um, else. They're specifically shot for this. So yes, I would no. I actually don't think that. I okay. think they might actually appear in the show, but without any real context. I. PK, when I tell you, they show nothing. Mm. Like, they show a couple of characters wearing, you know, like, Mr. Blank-type masks. Um, Interesting. And, like, a police officer. Like, they show nothing. There's 
So maybe it's something from the show. Maybe it's not. Nah, it's, that's that's a, that's a straight up waste of resources. It I mean, just seems it doesn't cost anything to, to, to put it there. But if they're now if they're putting it in there and paying to promote it, that's a waste of resources. And here's what it didn't do. It didn't get me at all excited. Yeah, no. If you're going to take the time to create a teaser, you better get me fucking excited. You better, you better be like, oh god, I got to check this out. Yeah. You know, now look, I'm not, I'm not like sullied on the project based on these teasers, but, but it was a waste of. Now let me ask you this. Now we're we're both ingrained in this. We're both Watchmen fans, right? uh, Both film and book, Uh, book and film. I should prioritize that better. So we're coming at this with a little bit of a skew and a little bit of a bias. Taking that equation out of it. Do you think this is something that might catch the eye of somebody who's not a fan, who's just an HBO viewer and an Instagram scroller and, and catch this and go, oh, what's this? I well, that's interesting. I'm curious to at least know more. I don't see how. No? They, they literally show nothing. They're seconds long. And, and there's there's no it's Just people standing there and... Yeah. It's, okay. I mean, it's a little dire. It's a little dark. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I felt like they were a complete waste, but maybe that's just me. I don't get it. And uh, and Will talking about our previous conversation in the room with uh, the Avengers. He goes, just by doing no promotion, they would get tons of promotion. He's absolutely right. 100% right. 100% right. Um, because that would be all the buzz. Like, wh- <clears throat> where is it? Why aren't they saying anything? Oh, my God, this is crazy. And it'd be nothing but chatter and chatter right. about the film until until tickets went on sale. Like, oh, I have to get my tickets now because, holy shit, they're not saying anything. Right. Everybody's going to die. Isn't that gonna, is that what's going to happen? It's going to be is awful. That gonna happen? Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, that would be a brilliant move. No, no one has ever done that. You have a sure thing. Don't promote it. Just... Just lay it on us when the time comes. I think that would be fucking brilliant. They're a scared. Mm. I don't. I mean, no reason to be. Yeah. None. So I think I think that's it. I, I seriously. I know we uh, we just hit that more. I, I, I mean, we at, look. We hit an hour. An hour is the goal. Wow. If we come in under an hour, it happens from time to time. We didn't come in under an hour though, and by the time we're done with the wrap up, it'll be an hour and change. Well, nice. I already hit the we cue the music, so let's just end this. You know? All right, let's. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll um, do this official. Don't forget. Um, don't forget. We have some amazing sponsors, namely our friends over at Gotham Comics. Nice. Uh, this coming weekend, twelve one, they're having their Tis the Season sale. So if you are local to this area, go check them out. Or you can go to their eBay page, Gotham Comics NJ, and check out all the awesome sales that they have going on. It is uh, it is worthwhile. They're good people. The store is a good store. Check them out if you can. Um, you won't be disappointed. Um, don't forget, you can find us online at bkgeekstuff.com, patreon.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Yep. Facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. There's a trend here. Um, on social media, I am Geek Stuff OG across all of the platforms, and that includes uh, the PS4 network. Uh, indeed. And I am K. Robert Marlowe on Twitter and Instagram, and find me on the PlayStation Network under the term, term, under the, <laughs> the handle Flick Dude. And uh, Big Kev is um, Big Kev, uh, BK Geek Stuff on Instagram and Twitter, I believe. I yeah. know I'm screwing that up. So is, is he in the room to, to correct me? I know I'm screwing it up. Kev, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're I can barely remember my own 90% of the time. Um, so with that being said, PK, I think we're going to end this episode the way we end some episodes by saying, uh, you know what? What? Can I sneak one in here? Yeah, yeah, of course. 
Good night, Ricky J. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen, a dance version of our theme song.